Is climate change causing stronger storms? That answer coming up in other stories for the week ending November 8th, 2015. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water. Last week, the Keystone XL pipeline was in the headlines first when the company that wanted to build it asked for a delay of any decision by the Obama administration whether to approve it. But despite TransCanada's request for a delay, on Thursday, the Obama administration decided to nix the controversial pipeline. The defeat of the project may be more symbolic than anything. Oil producers can still ship tar sands oil by rail and other pipelines through the U.S. And currently, there are three major pipelines planned to transport Alberta tar sands oil through Canada. Many environmental groups remain focused on the fact that Canadian tar sands oil production is continuing, and they're also concerned about plans in the U.S. to develop tar sands in eastern Utah. Tar sands development is very much an issue about water. The process uses a lot of water and is itself energy intense. The bitumen is locked in clay and sand, and about three barrels of water are used to produce one barrel of oil. Sometimes steam is used to extract the oil from sand and clay underground. More than 90% of the water used ends up as toxic waste dumped in massive pools that contain carcinogenic substances like cyanide. The oil industry is downplaying the significance of the Obama administration's Keystone XL decision, saying things like U.S. imports of oil from Canada won't be affected and tar sands oil is now more likely to be shipped by rail. But environmental groups are celebrating the power of social movements movements to accomplish political change. A climate warming crisis continues to occur in Indonesia. Many fires have been set in order to clear land for paper and palm oil plantations, and the carbon that has been released is making the country one of the world's worst polluters. Bloomberg estimates that at times in the past few weeks, the fires have spewed out as much carbon as the entire U.S. economy, which is 20 times the size of Indonesia's. The blazes are occurring in peatland forests, which are unique wetland ecosystems and home to threatened species. Many animals have been affected, including elephants, orangutans, tigers, and even bees. In the past, the forests acted as carbon sinks or carbon absorbers until, of course, they were burned. It is usual for fires to be set in Indonesia. However, some are saying that the situation this year has been worsened by the El Nino weather phenomenon, which has intensified the dry season. After every major weather event, such as a hurricane or a blizzard, it seems that we ask ourselves the same question. Is this the result of climate change? A group of scientists from the American Meteorological Association seek to answer this question each year, and they just released the fourth edition of their findings, this one about storms that occurred in 2014. Among the conclusions for America and Canada, human-caused climate change made the tropical cyclones that hit Hawaii much more likely, and also played a role in the flooding that happened in the Canadian prairies. But lest you think that all major events were caused by climate change, scientists found that colder temperatures in the eastern U.S. and extreme winter storms across the country in 2014 were a result of more normal weather patterns. However, the report did find that greenhouse emissions and other human activities influenced heavy rainfall in Europe, drought in East Africa, and heat waves in Australia, Asia, and South America. And they found that the overall probability of wildfires in the western U.S. has been increased due to human effects on climate. West Coast Dungeness crab season opens November 15th. 
or at least that's the traditional opening date, but not this year. California state officials have closed both recreational and commercial fishing for Dungeness and rock crab from Santa Barbara to the Oregon border due to a toxic algal bloom that might be related to warmer ocean temperatures brought by El Nino and the so-called blob. The blob phenomenon is an area of high atmospheric pressure that's been hovering over the Pacific Northwest and is responsible for creating a warm area of ocean water that encourages algal growth and along with it, higher amounts of a dangerous neurotoxin, domoic acid. Algae naturally produces domoic acid as a way to deter predators, but this year's growth has been a record breaker. And typically the blooms occur for a few weeks, but this one's lasted all summer and has impacted ecosystems from California to Alaska. Eaten by krill, anchovies, sardines, and other small fish, the toxins work their way up the food chain. Particularly hard hit have been marine mammals such as sea lions. The Marine Mammal Center in the San Francisco Bay Area has already seen 213 sea lions affected by domoic acid poisoning this year. The toxin attacks the brain of the animals, causing lethargy, disorientation, seizures, and if not treated, death. And finally, is there something fishy going on in the seafood business? The advocacy group Oceana says we're being taken, hook, line, and sinker. In a recent investigation, they showed that, for example, one-third of fish served in restaurants in Brussels were different from what was advertised on the menu. Using DNA testing, they found that fish, such as cod or sole, were being substituted by cheaper farmed species. Overall, the most common mislabeling was with tuna. Cheaper yellowfin or big-eye tuna were being passed off as expensive bluefin. And the problem isn't confined to Europe. Last month, Oceana released a study that revealed mislabeling of America's favorite fish, salmon. They collected 82 samples from restaurants and grocery stores and found that 43% were mislabeled. Beth Lowell, senior campaign director at Oceana, said that not only are consumers getting ripped off, but this type of seafood fraud can have serious ecological consequences. And to that end, we have good news to report. President Obama signed bipartisan legislation last week, which included a number of provisions that will prevent illegally harvested fish from entering the U.S. and will also support efforts to achieve sustainable fisheries around the world. In the meantime, Oceana has recommendations for consumers to avoid getting duped, such as buying seafood in season, looking at labels, and checking the price. If it's a bargain that seems too good to be true, it probably is, and you've fallen victim to the classic bait and switch. This Week in Water is a production of H2O Radio and is sponsored by Colorado WaterWise. Learn more at coloradowaterwise.org.